0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doctor's Notes podcast by Doc's Castle Media, a podcast I created to share the notes of one of my favorite reality shows ever, Big Brother USA. I'm your host, Doc, and I'm here to talk BP perspective from Doc's point of view. So here we go. Hey, everybody, welcome back. This is the Doctor's Notes podcast, Um, and here we are, another episode This episode is just another special one. I'm sorry, you guys, that this is really, really delayed. I have missed two episodes of Big Brother recapping. So this episode will be two episodes of Big Brother's recap, though I actually have three episodes that I need to recap. This one will be two, and then I'll have another episode that's coming out soon because I have to rewatch Sunday Night's episode. So here we are. Alright, so you guys, we want to say, um, let me see, we start off the last episode, or my recap is going to be of the Otev Zingba episode, and also the eviction episode. So I want to start off where we stand right now in the episode. So at the beginning of the veto competition or the veto episode, we are with Bowie Jang being the HOH and she had put up Felicia and Serene on the block. We're trying to decide if there is going to be a back door. Um, what we've noticed a lot this week, um, there is a lot of strategy and game talk being made this week. But even though there's a lot of ga- game and strategy talk happening this week. We also have an HOH that we are trying to see where she stands in the house. So this week, basically, Bowie Jane is HOH, and we can't even tell because everybody's strategy is being shared by her own gameplay. And we know her alliances, but it doesn't really matter because they're giving us airtime of everyone else except for Bowie Jane. I mean if we see her being in Final Three Eliza, she's in the Final three alliance with Corey and Murk. She's in the Final three Alliance with Matt and Jack. Um, I don't really know if she's working with Sirre or Felicia, um, but she has uh, I don't know if it was a Final two alliance with Cameron, but she had something that she was working with Cameron. they had an understanding with each other in this game. That's why it becomes a shocker eventually for her. To later on, when we look at the eviction episode, see that Bowie Jane backdoors Cameron. What? That's crazy. But let's talk about how we get there. Basically, at the beginning of the episode, Corey is aware that Cam is coming after him. So he needs Bowie Jane to backdoor Cameron. And vice versa for Cameron. Cameron knows that Corey is coming after him. So he is trying to devise a plan to basically get Corey backdoored. There's Blue, who is still in the house, where Blue is trying to go after Corey. And Cameron knows this and is trying to use this information to his advantage. Because Cameron knows that Blue is continuously trying to target him. She wants to make it, though, to Matt and Jag. Or he wants to make it, though, to Matt and Jag. That they're pinned up against each other. Koi and Blue are pinned up against each other. And because they're pinned up against each other, why not use that to his advantage? Honestly, Matt and Jay, they are listening to Cameron's approaches. But the best strategy for their gameplay would mainly be to focus on getting Cameron out. The longer that Cameron stays in the house, he has the potential to win. So when they see the opportunity where it needs that he can possibly be backdoor because Bowie Jane can take that move, Then it's a possibility that Cameron is gone and they're gonna use that to fuel the fire. Whatever information that they can get to get Cameron to leave is usually what's gonna be the fuel to the fire. So basically there is alliances everywhere and if I was to start talking about where the alliances lay Let's name them off right now. Um, basically, we have Comerica, which is the Cory and America alliances. Literally the only alliance that's in the house that might be known to everyone out there in the open that actually has a name. We have completely left the era of names for alliances where people kept on naming alliances. Like the beginning of the season, we had so many different alliances. I think we reached a point where I don't think people even care to name their alliances anymore. So we just have Comerica, who's an open alliance that we know a name of because they're a showman. The second alliance that we have is the Minutemen. The Minutemen is an alliance that not everyone in the house knows about. We know that it is Matt and Jag that is in this alliance. And it might be just these two people that have an alliance named together that you know i think the viewers know their name but the people inside the house might not know their name so that's why i said it's kind of like in a secret alliance and this alliance with them two matt and jay is reigning supreme i say they're reigning supreme because they just are making moves and people are talking to the two of them out of everyone. Everyone seems to be cool with the two of them. Everyone seems to be trying to bounce ideas and strategies off of the two of them. And because they are going with it very well, it's looking like they are reigning supreme. And the game is going to be in their favor at this current time. Um, the sides of the house that seem to be developing um this week in Bowie Jane's reign is looking like it's blue whoever's deciding to work with blue versus Cory in America because they're being pitted against each other. And Matt and Jad seem to not be diffusing any of that type of game talk that is causing blue to talk about Cory or Cory to talk about blue and then you have Cameron who's on the side who's just trying to put the put it in their faces that they're going after each other why not why not use this to their advantage why not but obviously obviously <clears throat> let's get to the point here let's get to the point here where I'm going to return back to talking about the alliances in this view I want to talk about actually the veto competition because the Vito competition was um, a Zingbat, um, a Zingbat Otev competition. They actually mix Zingbat and Otev together. Otev is a famous competition where, um, it's the competition where um, we have the idol who sits at the front of, you know, like, it's like a mountain or a waterfall, it usually is. And it gives them clues of things that happen throughout the week evictions that might ha- not throughout the week throughout the year evictions that have been throughout the year just clues of things that happen throughout the throughout the season so far and they have to find evicted house guests to bring to otev to present in order to basically stay in the game it's kind of like a musical chairs type of game except so there's no dancing it's literally just go look for the evicted house guest or look for the clue bring it to otev if you're the last one to bring a clue to Otev and there is no more spots or chairs left, then you are out and you're out of the game. Um, in this competition for this week, we had Sarif Felicia, who are on the block, who competed. Bowie Jane, who is the HOH, who competed. And the people that were chosen to play in the competition was America, Matt, and Jag. Um, it was really, not really that, I wouldn't say it was a close competition. I would say that I am proud of Felicia and Seri for sticking it in the competition for as long as they could. Because you look at the older folks and you wonder if they're going to be able to stay in the competition. That's how I look at Big Brother. And sometimes I need to stop having doubts in the older folks. I gotta believe in them. So, um, in this case, I was happy for Seri and Felicia in their competition, even though they did not win. Um, the winner of the veto competition was Jag, and a lot of the strategy talk that came throughout this episode, um, afterwards, after you won, had to deal with who did Jag and Matt feel is, um, their ultimate decision came from, who they felt was more of a threat out of the people that are going back and forth in the house. The three people that are going back and forth in the house, when they're not even on the block has seemed to be Cameron, Blue, and Corey. They're just waiting to see what is going to happen if Jag was to take someone off to the off of the block. They want to pitch ideas of who they feel is the best replacement to go against someone. And who is the best person to take off the block out of Sari and Felicia. Um... <clears throat> All of these talks happening, we don't even really see anyone having a serious conversation with Bowie Jane, who is the HOH, who ultimately is going to make the decision, who is replacing the nominee on the block. No one is really paying attention to her being the one that has the ultimate choice. But either way... Jag, um, Cam is hoping that he gets chosen to play in the veto, which we know that he wasn't. And now he's going to Jag with the thoughts that Bowie would have a secret alliance with Corey. Um, That type of information, him assuming that Bowie Jane is having a secret alliance with Corey just because of Cameron giving the idea to Bowie Jane that he wants Corey to be backdoored instead of him. Bowie Jane isn't budging. So it's it's giving Cam the idea that she's working with Corey. And that's not the case. That's not the case. She just doesn't want to let anyone know her cards or her cards is being played. And honestly, she wants the nominees to stay the same. But <clears throat> Jag is using the information that he knows about Cameron um, coming after Corey. Using that suspicion. That he's seizing Cameron and take this information to Bowie as ammunition for her putting Cameron up as a replacement nominee and backdoor solution. So with the ammunition, he decides to fuel the fire. It has Bowie Jane feeling insecure or she just doesn't feel okay about Cameron anymore. She is concerned with him switching up on her, or talking about her, talking about her, and her moves behind her back. She just doesn't, she doesn't trust him. So she's trusting Jag more, and Jag just needed that little, that little information, honestly, because Jag's running in this house playing an honest game. He's playing a game that seems like he wouldn't even cause any issues. He's honest. And because he's playing this type of game, I'm I, I'm not surprised that Bowie Jane could believe him and agree with him because she believes in him and she agrees with him. Um, and ultimately we are left the veto episode uh, with a cliffhanger, which I don't know why in the world Big Brother want to try this this season with leaving us with cliffhangers. There's enough. Information Like, they been did the ceremony already. They could let us know. We shouldn't even be left with any cliffhangers. But, I don't know what they're doing. I think it's because of the schedule change. We're not seeing the veto competition on Wednesday anymore. They changed it to Tuesday, so they want to leave us with a cliffhanger for Thursday episode. When they edit Thursday episode, it's going to have the veto competition in it. I mean, not the veto. The veto um, ceremony in it. It's just ridiculous. Another thing that I want to, I wanted to jot that they brought that ZingBot. And usually ZingBot is a character that comes and just roasts people. They come and roast the house guest. This year they said that ZingBot, they had no more. ZingBot really came and was really zinging the, the house guest this year. And I don't really want to talk about the roast or any of my favorite roasts in this season because I don't really have a favorite roast that they had. I never really even have the favorite roast for Zingbot because I feel like Zingbot don't even roast hard enough. Zingbot's roasts are kind of soft compared to the dark humor that I enjoy to listen to or I find is funny sometimes. So Zingbot's zings ain't zinging how I want them to. But, uh, I do, if you do not want to watch the episode to get a recap of any of the zings, I know that the Royal Tea Podcast with Tiffany, Dark, and Hannah from Big Brother 23, who are in the cookout, they have some funny recaps, and I'm pretty sure that they recap Zingbot. I want to shout them out that you should watch their last recap to kind of get an idea of how Zingbot was treating the house test this season but there isn't much i want to say about that to get back to talking about the alliances now as we go back into the house like i said earlier there seems to be sides of the house that are forming and because of the whole backdoor solution now that we left with the cliffhanger we saw the next episode with bowie Jane actually making the decision we saw that jag pulled felicia off of the block not Sari which I could understand Jag him being the veto winner and wanting to pull Felicia off the block um before Sari because I think that Jag feels like he's been stabbed in the back by or you know slighted by Sari at some point when it was the whole Sari Jarrett and Izzy type situation that was going on I'm pretty sure that he doesn't have too much of or his trust is kind of shifted with Sari so um Going to save Felicia could be the better option for him. And um, either way, whoever Cameron is sitting next to on the block when it comes to Felicia uh, or sari we know that Cameron's the one that's really leaving the house, regardless out of those. But like I said, I think jay chose Felicia to come off the block before sari because of just the history that he has with sari right now. He doesn't have any trust in her she lost some trust some type of somewhere and now that's the case that she's still being on the block so now we have cameron and seri facing eviction on thursday night's episode and the alliances are still or the sides of the house is still looking like it's potentially being blue or cory being the next people that are going to go out of the house or the next targets for the house after Cameron leaves. Cameron, um, put word, or before he left, he did have a talk with Sari. Sari asked him to give some type of advice to her prior to him leaving, and Cameron put that information out there that he knows that there is a Blue versus Corey situation. Sari, I think she's more willing to work with, um, to work with Blue than Corey because Corey was against Jared, her son. So she's not necessarily going to be okay with working with Corey. Probably openly, maybe secretly, she would work with Corey, but to do it openly, uh, an open alliance, I doubt that Ceree would do that. She would more likely want to work with Blue. And we see this in this episode, the eviction episode, where Cameron gives the information to Ceree about. The Blue versus Corey thing. He gave that same information to Blue prior to giving that information to Siri. And Blue is not moved. She's not willing to make any type of moves and suggestions or choices off of solely listening to what Cameron has to say. But when Cameron gave that same information to Siri, which motivates Sari to take this same information to whoever she wants to work closely with. Which is by default Blue. Because Blue is Jared's girlfriend. And also Blue is like the only one that she might feel more comfortable working with. Out of everyone out of the house. Just because of that that relationship that has had with Jared. Sari um, takes that information to Blue. And Blue then is persuaded you know, a little to kind of agree with Siri a little bit with kind of working with Corey secretly so that she could get a little further in the game rather than being a targeted or targeting Corey so openly. They're targeting each other so openly. Let's have a surprise. Um, they're working in the favor of Matt and Jag, and that's what Sari wants to bring the attention to. The powers are going into Matt and Jag's hands. And how is it wrong to possibly work with Cory in secret if it's a possibility that one of them win, say Cory win or Blue win? The possibility of having put Matt and Jag on the block because they're becoming very strong and they aren't really saying anything to kinda show their allegiance to helping. Corey, or Blue out when it comes to Matt and Jack. They are for each other. The Minutemen are the priority for themselves. So as the house is, is divided between Blue and Corey, we have to make a decision here, and it's looking like Suri is pushing to work with Blue more or whatever. But there is a, also a conversation that is had between Matt, Jag, and Suri. Suri has the same information with Cameron her her head is spinning. she has to get a viewpoint of everyone. so she's talking to everyone before Cameron leaves. She's talking to Matt and Jack seeing their position and Matt and Jack are talking in a way where they are possibly considering working with Seri towards the and having a final three alliance with Surre. Matt and Jag could possibly work in Cerie' favor. Sari is just trying to get to the end. I want to talk about how the fact that we have two floaters in the house in the game that actually is still playing a kind of good game. Like, Sari has played a very powerful game at the beginning of the season, but has been pushed back in the back, back background because of all of the drama that has happened with Izzy and Jared. So now Sari is kind of sitting pretty. She could be sitting in a pretty position if Jack and Matt decide to do their own dirty work going forward. Instead of depending on Blue or Corey to do their dirty work if they were to win HOH the next week. We have Matt and Jack who are considering working with Sari because Sari could be an easy pawn. Like, all of these other targets are looking bigger than Siri right now. Sari is sitting pretty and quiet and agreeing and doing whatever is need to be said in order to be getting to the end of the game right now. And Bowie Jane is another floater who was actually the HOH this week. And still, she presents herself as a floater because she didn't have any type of control, though she is the HOH. She just named the nominees. But we saw all of the strategy talk. Being made between everyone else. Which brings me down to talking about who the MVP player of this episode for the Doctor's Notes podcast is going to be. The MVP player of this episode, I don't want to name Cameron. Because Cameron is faulty and he was voted out of the house this episode. Um, it can't be named Serene. Because Seri is a loner now in this game and is wounded and is depending on other people to kind of keep her safe in this game at this moment. It's crazy. The two people that were two strongest people in this game so much. So many that I don't name them MVP player multiple times while enjoying Big Brother. Um, this Doctor's Nose podcast. Now... We're at a point where they aren't even considered the MVP player at all. That's wild to me. Like the game is completely changed. I want to honor the MVP and crown it to uh, Jag. I think Jag is the MVP of these two episodes because of his strategy. Him and Matt have some good strategy talks, but Matt seems more so that he's just going along with. It what Jag thinks is cool. So, I think Jag is the MVP because he's the brains between the minute men. Jag, he's making the moves to position Cameron out of the house with talks made to Blue and Corn Because he hears about them going back and forth. He positioned that conversation to Bowie Jane to put Cameron up. That's a point on Jag. He gets Cameron put up. Ultimately, he pays attention to the talks about, you know, the Blue and Cory going back and forth. It perked his ears. He took that information to Bowie Jane. And Bowie Jane put Cameron up. And now Cameron is out of the house. End of story. Jack is crowned that person that made major moves this week. He made something happen this week. Um, In the exit interview, we got a good glimpse of the sarcastic personality that cameron has cameron is out the door he's the first member of the jury house this year it's going to only be seven members of the jury and um cameron's the first i like the fact that cameron has a decision in choosing who wins big brother this season because cameron i would have been so upset if he was to leave prior To Jory. He did so good. He played so well. For him to be on the block multiple times and not leave the house. I think that he deserves in making the decision of who is going to be the winner of this season for real. It's it's really good and it's fair to him. Um, he's played such an awesome game. I think that he did play a very good villain this season. I like him as a villain. Um, I honestly like Sari as a villain too. I think both of them actually at some point of this season, have played a villain in this game. So I think both of them have played a very good villain. Villain and villainous. Um, <clears throat> but for his exit interview, Cameron said that he was just hoping that he w- was ready for Julie to say to go right back in the house. And honestly, I feel like I wanted Cameron to go back in the house too. I really was rooting for Cameron at certain, at a certain point in this game. And I think that Cameron could have won this game if they was going to leave him any more than like if he was to make it in this house past Corey and I think Jack oh Cameron was definitely going to win this game he was definitely going to win this game (laughs) but either way um, this episode, I do not have any Twitter updates because I am so late with reviewing the episode. So there isn't no Twitter updates because you guys are probably ahead of me. And um, I don't really, I haven't been paying attention to Twitter. Like, again, like I said in previous episodes of um, the Dr. Note podcast, because of the school, the schedule switch, the season's changing. Like everything switching and scheduling is getting all conjumbled up for me. You're not going to see many twitter updates being provided (laughs) i don't want to keep searching and looking on my timeline for that stuff so your best bet is you're going to get a recap of my strategy of the the production episode but you're not going to see too much of what i see from twitter this week especially with the schedules being changed football starting everything is all over the place Life has gone crazy for me. It's just all over the place. So, either way, Twitter updates are out. But, either way, we talked about where we are currently at in the house. We talked about the strategy of Bowie Jane being basically not there. We've talked about the veto competition. I didn't really explain too much in detail of Zingbot because Zingbot, his Otev Zingbot, is. The veto competition, but you can always go and check the royalty, which has the members of the cookout giving us a recap of Big Brother for themselves in the live feeds. You can always check to see what they thought about Zingba, and it's they were funny. So I shout them out, the royalty with Derek, Tiffany, and Hannah from Big Brother 23. Um, We talked about the alliances and where everyone stands. The positions of the house looking like it's going to be Blue and Corey being the next targets. And they are the ones that are targeting each other. That's looking like what the house is. And we talked about who the MVP player of the game was. And it's Jag for this episode. There's no Twitter updates. And we are basically complete. So... The next time, um, the next episode is Sunday night episode where you will see who is the new HOH for the new week. And then after that, we have a recap for the veto episode that is now, like I said, on Tuesdays instead of Wednesdays. And then we have the Thursday night eviction episodes, which is at its normal time being around 9 o'clock. Um, that was... This episode, I look forward to seeing where the week will go. Now that Bowie Jane is not the HOH, who is going to reign the new HOH is very interesting. We'll find out. Um, But in the meantime, I hope you guys have a very good day. Um, Peace out. thank you so much for tuning into the doctor's notes podcast i hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you found value in what you heard today don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform for more updates and doc's castle content follow me on my social media you can find me on twitter instagram and facebook at doc's castle if you have any questions, suggestions, or topics that you'd like to cover in future episodes, feel free to reach out to me via email at info at gmail.com. Remember, your support means the world to me, and I'm grateful to have you as a listener. But until next time, peace out.